Hey guys, welcome to the In The Game Room podcast, episode number 70. Um, I am in Los Angeles this weekend, and I'm at the convention known as Gateway 2017, put on by Strategicon. So while I'm here this weekend, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of update about what's been going on over the last couple of weeks. Uh, the last video podcast and audio podcast that I uh, posted, I talked about how I was going to Gen Con and I was going to make a lot of videos and audio content and whatnot and be posting. Um, a lot's happened since then. I did go to Gen Con. I was there for about five days. Um, and I didn't actually plan on producing any videos or releasing any videos while I was there. I wanted to get all the video content, bring it back home with me, and then work on the videos and release them when I got back home. Uh, interesting thing happened, uh, not so interesting because it happens every time. I've been to Gen Con three years in a row and every single time I come back from Gen Con, I come down with the Gen Con plague. Um, just get sick as can be and it lasts about a week. It's a nasty, nasty sickness that I get every time I go to Gen Con. And um, the only thing I can figure is that there's just so many people there from so many different places in the world all jam-packed together in one big, big room, but a lot of people crammed in there. They're just exchanging germs and illnesses and things like that. And I guess you're just bound to get sick when you go there, being around that many other people. Um, doing a little sort of research online, I have learned that uh, this is actually very common. A lot of people that go to these big, huge conventions, you know, that are uh, that have 20, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 attendees often come home sick afterwards or, or get sick while they're there. So. Um, so apparently it's a real thing. It's uh, some people call it uh, uh, con plague or con. What's the other one? A con crud or something like that. You just get a general kind of flu type symptoms. Um, a lot of people I know at conventions don't get enough sleep. They don't eat right. Things like that. That's that was not the problem with me. I you know, took care of myself and got plenty of sleep and everything. It, I, get, I guess it's just from being around that many people, you're just bound to pick something up. So anyways, long story short, I was sick for about a week and I was miserable. Um, and then it was a matter of catching up on work and all the other things that needed to be done. I had a, a very short, just a one, one night trip planned to Las Vegas to meet some friends there. So I did that last week, and then now I'm at the convention in LA. So I've just been kind of non-stop for the last couple of weeks or so, and uh, getting through it now. I get back home uh, Monday, and uh, I'll be home for a while. I don't have another convention to work for about uh, three or four weeks, I think. So that'll be real nice. And, that, and I'm going to get to the point here finally uh, that's when I'm gonna get caught up on the videos and stuff I have I did take some video while I was at Gen Con took a lot of pictures while I was at Gen Con got some information on new products and things like that um, I was particularly interested in the uh, the new Star Wars Legions uh, miniatures game that's coming out um, they were demoing it there I got a lot of video and uh, stills of the demo games being run there um, it was so hectic, so many people there, I didn't get a chance to ask many questions or really learn how the game works. 
Um, but the miniatures were awesome, and frankly, that's all that matters. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but I'm a miniatures guy, and what I saw there was really awesome. Um, so I am interested in that game, and I will be getting it when it comes out. And I'll be showing you guys the video um, in the next few days to a week. I can get that video uh, processed and get that out to you guys. Um, I have a little note here. The, uh, the Star Wars Legions game, interesting thing about that, well, one of the many interesting things about that, is that I couldn't get anybody to tell me what scale it is. Well, I couldn't get anybody that knew what scale it was, and I thought that was really weird. It's not 28 millimeter, it's bigger, and the answers I got from the people doing demos there were in the range of 32 to 34 millimeter uh, scale. So I thought that was just weird. That It was weird that nobody knew, and it was also weird that it's an odd scale. I've heard a lot of different reasons suggested as to why they might do, be doing that and one of the most logical reasons is that uh, people will have to buy their miniatures rather than use miniatures that exist right now in other scales like 28 millimeter. So um, you know you can look at that as a, a grab for more money or just good business, you know, however you want to look at that. But that seems to be probably what they're doing. They're probably saying this is a 32 or 34 millimeter game or whatever it is, and this is what you need to buy to play it. So that's probably what they're doing there. Um, so with that, um, I don't have much news to offer uh, right now. There's a lot of things I'm working on back in the shop. I'll update you guys on that pretty soon. Um, I'm at the convention in LA, like I said, um, it's the second day, Saturday evening here. I s spent all my time in the dealer room the last couple of days because that's where I'm working, selling and whatnot. Um, so I haven't really even looked around very much to see what's going on at the con. Um, but when I get back from here, I'll probably have some video and some, uh, some photos to share with you guys. Um, I did shoot a quick bit of video today. Uh, this will only be of interest to people that play Bolt Action, which is the game that I'm currently playing as much as I can. Um, my, uh, my gaming buddy Chris was here today working at the booth with me, and we had a little discussion about one of the aspects of the game that we haven't played yet. So if you've been following along in the last couple of months or so, you know I've been playing Bolt Action. Um, but because of uh, geographic reasons, like I live out in the desert by Palm Springs, my buddy Chris lives in Riverside, you don't know where these places are, but it's about an hour's drive between the two. So we don't really play very often, and we haven't played a lot of times. Even though we've been playing over the last six months, uh, six months ago I started playing Bolt Action. Even though I've been playing for about six months, I've probably played I guess about an average about once a month. I've, been, I've played about six games probably. So we're both still pretty much beginners. So we're learning as we go. And uh, one of the things we discussed today um, was an aspect of the game that we've never used before, and that is officers and the role that officers play in the game and what you can do with them. So we had a quick little discussion about that. I videotaped it. Unfortunately, with this camera that I'm using here, the uh, Sony A6, Five zero zero. I can't see the monitor when I'm talking to the camera like I am right now. Um, 
so I can't see where it's pointing. I pointed the camera at what we were going to talk about and going back and looking at the video is kind of funny because you can see what we're talking about. You can see us, but only up to about here. Our, our heads are missing. So, I mean, that might be a good thing for some people who are just tired of looking at our faces. But uh, it's, it's kind of a weird video because you're going to be looking at a video of us talking and you're, you won't see this, you know, eye-to-eye -eye contact. But uh, like I said, that might be a good thing. So uh, if you're interested in bolt action and you're interested in the aspect of the game of using officers in the game, then this next little video clip is going to be for you. If not, then I will see you next time in the next video, which I promise will be coming up in a few days or so as, as soon as I get back to the shop from LA. Do you have an officer? I, I have two. Where? So I have two officers here and here. So I was reading the, the rules on officers and thinking how cool it would be to use them and what, what they're useful for. Because we never Because we never have. So, what I learned was that first and second lieutenants, second lieutenant can issue one additional order. First lieutenants can issue two, captains can issue three, majors can issue four. And when they issue an order, lieutenants can issue an order to any unit up to six inches away. Captains and, and majors, captains and majors can issue an order to any unit within 12 inches. So what happens is... So, are you going to explain to me what issuing an order means? Oh uh, yeah. Okay. What right. it means is, I, I have like a perfect example here to show you how powerful this could be. Because this is, this is, this is like the worst case scenario for the enemy. Okay, so I have this officer. Alright. I draw an order die and I assign it to him. Okay. I don't have to say what he's going to do yet, but I am going to say he issues um, a snap to action order okay because he's a first lieutenant he can issue that order to two units this unit and this unit which also happens to be an officer so we draw two dice out of the bag ahead of anything anybody else does issue an order here whatever the order is. whatever the order is and issue the order here I don't have to designate what it is yet because he's an officer and now he gets to issue snap to action order on two units. So I grab two more dice. What? And issue them to this guy, a fire, and this guy, a fire also. Now we have three, three units. Three units firing on whoever's down the road. I haven't even said what these two guys are going to do yet, but they don't really do anything. An officer, he can, he he can, can, go, down he can go down or move. Usually, I think most people don't even don't even say what he's going to do because it doesn't matter. Maybe a down order just to be safe. But now, if you have one single unit out there in the road, they're getting shot at. They're, they're probably taking at least three pins. Right. And they're losing most of their guys probably. Absolutely. If you have 15 guys shooting at five, Chances are they're all they're all dead. That's crazy. <laughs> it's exactly it is crazy. And now, I, I keep thinking, well, do I need an officer? Is it worth that's it? That's what I was thinking too until I started doing the math and figured like, okay, if this guy was a major, he could issue four orders. And his range is twelve inches instead of any six. officer is twelve. Any no. Uh, LTs. Cap are captains and majors are twelve. Lieutenants first and second are six. So if he was a major, 
he could issue these two guys orders and another group over here and maybe another group there and all of a sudden you've got 25. Just so you know, there are officers going to be placed in the mock Japanese army. <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, I think they're expensive, and it's only one guy. But it's worth the half, too. But it's worth, yeah. And not only that, but I mean, there's the morale bonus, too. I, I can't remember the numbers, but I think lieutenants give a morale bonus of one to anybody within six inches of them. It might be one, two, three, and four, depending on rank. It's on page 81. I don't know why I remember that. That's insane. Yeah, they're really worth it. Oh my gosh. Uh, morale bonuses of one, two, three, and four, depending on second, first. And at their same range that they would for at any at other the same one. range, okay. yeah. So everybody out here is getting a morale bonus of one, uh, two, including him, I think, because he's getting it from him. So, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So from that is insane. For my next investigation, it's going to be <laughs> medics are next. Medic, yeah, get to know medics really well. Medics, officers, and forward observers, I think, are way more important than we think. I would agree with that, absolutely. So, but I mean, like in this example here, those guys, they're dead. They're all dead before, oh, yeah. before yeah, they yeah, had yeah. a chance to do anything, and they didn't even see it coming. Now, the one thing I wonder about is like when we play a game, if I come on the board with this guy as my second lieutenant, I wonder, like, do I have to say he's my second lieutenant? Do you get to know? Yeah, your list. If, if um, one of the things I do know is, like, with my with my teams, I have one team that I've given um, the anti tank or the the tank rule. Right. Tank, tank hunter. Tank hunter. Right. I have to tell you which unit oh, that okay. is. Yeah. Because I mean, um, he, this guy becomes a, a prime target. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I think that's kind of the point is that not only do they offer that great benefit, but then they become yeah. part of a thing. Now, being in a vehicle, I don't know how that affects his ability to give orders, but it does protect him from fire. Absolutely. And, and I think you can go down in a vehicle as well, which would give you the vehicle plus or minus two. I don't know. I don't know where I'd heard, but check on the down order because I'm wondering if, for some reason, it's hitting me that you can't go as an officer and have pulled order back. Or maybe it's you can't be down and and pull order Yeah, we'll have to look into that. We'll look into that. Because when you when I draw out the first die, I draw. You don't out have to say guy. what he's doing. I don't say what he's but doing. But if he goes down, then I don't think he can do order Or if he is down. Like what if he gets forced what, down? What if he gives him. these orders, everybody does everything, and the very last thing you do is give him a down? I think you can do that, but if he stays down, he can't yeah. do it. Then he can't order. do an order next Or turn. if he's been shot at where he goes down, he can't. So at the end of the turn where you could possibly leave the down down, <laughs> that would right, make, that would be next, next but we'll turn. Check the we'll next check. turn he could stay down, but he couldn't issue another order. order. And you can do this every time. Every time. It's not like, oh, you only get to do it once. I think you can do it every turn. And that's why he needs to die. <laughs> that is exactly why he and needs to die. And that brings into the game why things like mortars are so important. You want to be bombarding this floor from far away. That's insane. I yeah. like it. It's cool, yeah. So next game, we're going to have an officer or two for sure. Oh, yeah. I, I've got uh, in my list for the IJA, I have one officer and then for my... Special Naval Landing Force, I have one officer. Both of them are two LTs, I think. I'm gonna see, I mean, it, it costs a lot of points, but when we get to the point where we're deciding how many points we're each gonna get, right. 
think, that's when it gets. I think I'm gonna go heavy on like officers, medics, observers. Forward observers are pretty cool for aircraft, for artillery, and uh, other cool shit. That's amazing. Good so find, go. man. Good the, find. Here's the rule of the day. Yep, officers. absolutely. <laughs> amazing. All right, that's it from Los Angeles and Gateway 2017. I will see you guys again in a couple of days, I'm very sure. Thanks a lot for watching and keep on gaming.